Rapping mimosa, these bars in the holster. Pouring up a drink, put my name on the poster. Women who can rap make you come a little closer. Step out the whip, drop a tip to my chauffeur. New guest on my list, champagne's by my hips. It's time to get lit. Y'all know what it is. It's time to rap, 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 rap and mimosas. Today we're talking about all, all about building multiple streams of income. Okay, so please share with your friends and your friends of friends. Okay, we're talking to Christopher J. Bolden um, about how he builds. This man, I joke all the time and I say he can find a dollar under a rock. He could. T- <laughs> this man can find a dollar anywhere, okay? I don't understand how he finds money everywhere, but I say if I just touch the hem of his garment. <laughs> Like, if I touch the human garment, I will be a millionaire because it just don't make no sense. So I'm gonna give it like one more. Oh, we got people in here. Christopher, we got seven people. What you need? You got your people in here? I mean, some people in there. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all follow Rap and Mimosas. It's literally spelled Rap and Mimosas. R A P A N D M I M O S A S. Yes. Okay. Um, make sure y'all follow Rap and Mimosas. I'm trying. I'm gonna stop going live off of my personal page and go live off of my. Um, business page probably in the next podcast or two um but i just started the page so i want you guys want you guys to follow it okay we're going live today we're talking about building multiple streams of income and it is officially summer break for those who don't know i work in education so i just i've been visiting family and then i just got back in atlanta because i flew into atlanta visited family came back today so this is going to be the most freestyle of all freestyle interview <laughs> <laughs> interviews I've ever done, but this is like my best friend, um, Christopher J. Bolden. So, oh my God, God. I got, my own yes, name. Christopher J. Bolden. So, I, I didn't say your middle name, I could, Don't. okay, but I could. Um, but so it's gonna be real lax, um, and and you know, transformative and straightforward. Well, what you got? I'm ready. You ready? Okay, it's gonna be fresh off the dome. Okay, and this is the first interview I've had in like a month with my afro out. So like, this is like a big deal because my hair is big. Back, back to the fro glow. It's back to the fro glow. It's back to the soul glow. Mm-hmm. Um, on this end, I had braids for like a month, month and a half. Um, and I'm back. All right. So for those who don't know who you are, B and B visuals. Um, who are you and why do I have you on my podcast? Uh, so again, Chris Bolden, uh, owner of B&B Visuals, short for Bolden Beautiful Visuals, kind of like a play on my last name. Uh, it's funny. Um, <laughs> so uh, I have a photography videography company. We're sitting in the studio right now um, and we'll show you pictures of it later. Uh, I have a real estate company, so I'm an active real estate agent, um, top 5% of the company, over 200 agents, so I do well with that. Um, on the way to opening up a coffee shop, so I'm a, I'm a big coffee guy, so yeah, that. And then uh, a couple of other little smaller streams here and there, but just kind of diversify a little bit, but um, just always looking for that next level, always looking for that level up. He is very humble, and I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna slap down all humbleness that Christopher can claim. This man, okay, is, I don't even know how to explain it because some stuff is not ready yet. 
Some, some stuff is not ready for the public yet. So I just want you guys to understand that when I say this man could turn a dollar into a million or a hundred thousand, this man could take a dollar and turn it to a million or a hundred thousand. Okay, um, very influential man, very much so diverse in his portfolio when it comes to any and everything that he does. That's why I chose him for multiple streams of income because it just don't make no sense. It just don't, it don't him of garbage because um, <laughs> I'm trying to get to where he is okay so here you are you're, you're, you know you're Christopher you're living in Atlanta most people where are you from because you know you're not from Atlanta originally mm -hmm. born and bred Houston Texas you know what I'm saying H-Town hold it down um, I love the H don't get me wrong but I'm gonna rip the H till I'm dead and gone so um, but yeah born and bred shout out to all my Houston folks Northside Greens Point Texas we in here yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, shout out to South Florida. <laughs> yeah, South Florida. I lived in South Florida for a while, too. So, and shout out to my South Florida folks. And that's actually how I met Christopher. I met Christopher because, or Chris, because he came to South Florida. And it's a funny story. To me, at least, it's funny. So, we were both at this company for plays. Um, and we sat next to each other. He sat next to me. I don't remember. Or maybe I sat next to him. I don't know. Either way it go, we were sitting next to each other. And I, we might have said at max hello to each other. Or, How are you doing? Nothing past formalities. And I was like, oh, okay. So, some light-skinned guy is going to be in a play with me. And then fast forward to two weeks later, and he was like co-directing the play, and I was just like, <laughs> how did he go from being a part of the cast to a co-director? So that's the part that I feel is always crazy to me. It's how like, I was like, nah, like, well, what was he doing? So he ends up being this guy next to me in a play, and then he becomes the co-director, and I'm like, what? And he and I still don't become cool. We become like this... And those who might be watching the podcast who became like a part of the pot, not the, the, the theater crew, if anyone's on here that was a part of that, we became like this tight-knit group that we was always together all the time. Every weekend, we was together. Um, even if we didn't have rehearsal that night, either we was traveling to like Boca where he was because he was working at FAU at the time, or he was, or he was traveling down towards Fort Lauderdale or Miami to where we were. Um, and we was going to anything like we was it felt like an extension of college for a second yeah. for me um, at least because I had just graduated so this is like a six months to a year later I felt like I was still living a college lifestyle and here it was we was just like out all the time yeah. all right so Chris tell people how did you get involved in theater because I feel like most people who have never seen you act, and he's actually a pretty good actor, by the way. Most people have never seen you act, and we're going from Texas and you being in college and you getting your master's to you moved to South Florida. And I, did you act before South Florida? Oh, yeah, I've been acting since I was like 12. So uh, <laughs> I've been acting for a long time. So when, when I got down to South Florida and I was, I was working at FAU um, in, in higher education, like acting has always been like my little outlet. And then it's not until most recently, maybe like 2016 or later, to where I wanted to start getting more behind the camera, which kind of helped to help the business B&B Visuals kind of flourish a little bit. Because um, I do a lot of videography, a lot of commercials, yes. a lot of you know short films, things like that. And so, you know, having that experience of being in front of the camera kind of helped me to where I am now, where I can put together some some really really good stuff with people behind the camera. 
And what do you do behind the camera for those who don't know? Because you do a lot. Yes, of course, photography, videography. Um, we have a podcast as well. You can check out the Black Dad Cast. It's really um, good, actually. Yeah, follow the Black Dad Cast. It's spelled just like that, the Black Dad Cast. Um, coming back Father's Day episode, so make sure y'all check that out. Um, but, you know, so everything, anything to do with the camera, like, we can create something for you. So if you're in the Atlanta area, if you, you're trying to put together the sum, I consult creative director services. You don't have an if you have an idea, you don't know how to put it together. I can do that for you. He can um, have a team of people that work with me because I do a lot of corporate stuff. So like Pepsi, Outfront, Apple. Um, shout out to my boy Kim. Work with the Hawks a lot. Um, I've done a lot of stuff with a lot of different companies out here. Um, so it's, I've been grateful for the experience. But yeah, you know, just you know, pedal to the metal. And we were talking about building a stream. So it's I tell people all the time, you know, putting together a business. Just oh, starting a business is not the hard part, you know. Like starting a business is, you know, you're just getting your paperwork in order, you're getting your LLC in order, and really just having a business plan, right? You're just having a kind of a blueprint. That's not the hard part. It's when you get ready to start to expand and scale, because you have to figure out a way to um, duplicate it in a way that you don't have to spend as much of your time. Um, so that's like my focus now within the past two years has been focusing on not so much, um, you know, being able to do a whole bunch of stuff, but being more time rich, right? So if you think about like McDonald's, right? Okay. Like McDonald's is a franchise. And it's, it is. It's one on every corner. But the reason why they were able to kind of like just branch out and build up is because they were able to find a way to dumb it down and make it duplicatable and be able to replicate it. And so no matter where they put it, you'll be able to do the same thing no matter what. And so that's the hard part of like building up your business, getting away from the ground floor and trying to scale up. And so like that's what I'm like been going through and take two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back, talking with mentors and different people around the business. But that's the hard part. So if you're out there and you're trying to like, you know, you're figuring out, throwing spaghetti at the wall, trying to figure out how you get your business to the next level, you're making good income, you're stagnant, but you're, a lot of your time is gone. Like focus on figuring out a way to being able to replicate what you do, the quality that you do it um, with different people. And, you know, you gotta pay the cost, so you're gonna have to pay those people in order for you to elevate away from the ground floor. So the reason that I actually chose Christopher for this particular um, subject matter was when I met Christopher, he was working in a, a nine to five regular co collegiate job. Okay, and then, you know, he moved to Atlanta with his family, um, and I was like, okay, cool, whatever, you're moving to Atlanta, and he was like, yeah, I'm like, you gonna go back to working at a college, and he was like, nah, and I was just like, oh, okay, so what you gonna do, he was like, real estate, and I was just like, okay, whatever, like, I was like, okay, but it went from real estate, mind you, before he moved, he started photography, and I remember, or he got reacquainted with with photography, I should say. And you were one of my first test subjects. Yes, he was test subject, like, I was a test subject, I was like, okay, this is kind of raggedy, but whatever. <laughs> like, but now he makes money doing photography, and he makes money doing, you know, real estate, and he makes money doing, like, the videography side in multiple aspects. So we're talking real estate, we're talking commercial properties, we're talking, you know, businesses that may want to work with him, and then, you know, whatever he may do one-on-one. -on -one. So when you have all of these different things adding up, I was like, God, dog, Chris, you turn, you turn a dollar into, into a couple hundred, can't you? You know, so, 
Chris is one of those people that I could never imagine going broke because he just literally has so many talents under his fingers that I just feel like he's always going to have something to do. So in my mind, I was just like, oh my gosh, like, let me just come to Atlanta. When I come to Atlanta, I want to be just like this. And I want to say a prayer over myself <laughs> because... <laughs> Because Chris, now, you big money. No, Chris is big money. Okay, because Chris will sit here and somehow, some way, have like ten different work hustles going on at one time. And on top of that, he's a father to two children. And on top of that, he's a husband. Um, I don't advise having a whole bunch of like building one person. Like I can tell y'all, like building one business is crazy. Building multiple is psychotic. So like. If, if I can tell you anything, like if I, hindsight being 2020, I wouldn't change anything, but I can tell you, you know, if, if you are really serious and passionate about more than one thing, you know, find a way to integrate it to where you can kind of build your skill set, but you focus on building and scaling one business. And then once you have that at a level where it's not chaotic all the time, then you build and scale the rest of it. But um, yeah, because the amount of responsibility I have, like, it's, I wouldn't recommend it on people because I'm also a big advocate of, like, mental health, taking care of yourself. So, um, don't let the money control. But, yeah. Listen, okay, and here's the other thing. So, if you notice, one, I'm not drinking. I'm drinking water right now, and that's because I went to brunch earlier. Okay, so, so I kind of need to... I work Like, 30 minutes ago. <laughs> so, I'm kind of, like, forcing myself to kind of slow down and detox on this blessed Sunday. You guys know that I used to do my Rapamosis on Mondays, but um, the studio I was using, if I haven't said it before, the studio that I've been using, because I'm on site right now in Atlanta, but the studio I've been using um, is temporarily under construction because they're kind of making it better for um, the different podcasts who use the studio, right? That's one. Um, two, he's very modest, and I don't understand why. He's like, oh, I don't recommend that you do both. But he's doing both successfully. So what would be your advice? Outside of not doing both at the same time, what would be your advice for those? Because I'm one of those people where I have a million ideas, right? I don't just have one. I'm a creative. So I want to, and we talk about this because Chris and I will go back and forth sometimes if we have a conversation about different film ideas, right? So he may be doing stuff with, you know, a business or a rental company on their property that might be, you know, quick, but at the same time, he might be working on a commercial or a video or anything that might, or a wedding video that might take some time. Mm -hmm. He does any type of video you want, he does. Okay, I just want to make sure that's clear. If you need something for your property, he got you. If you need something for a wedding, he got you. If you need something for uh, a music video, he got you. So I want to, what would you recommend for those individuals like me who have like 10 million ideas, mm -hmm. right? And we want them all to come to fruition as soon as possible. Uh, so don't, one, don't rush the process. Um, Boo. Don't skip the steps because when you, what you, what you find is when you skip steps, and, I, and I've tried to skip a couple of steps in different places because you feel the sense of urgency to kind of get it done, but you want, you want to have a solid foundation. You want to skip steps because once you get up to that next level, if, if it's not solid, you'll have to go back and fix it. And that's the worst part. That's the most time-consuming thing of like running any business is fixing stuff that you should have did whenever, whenever you first got to it. 
So don't skip any steps. Um, write out your plan and then use your network, use your resources. Like, you know, people think that, you know, starting and running a business is just penny pinching. Man, I'm as cheap as it comes. I'm, I'm efficient. I'm efficient. That's my word, efficient. Um, but pay the people who will help you to elevate. So, you know, get your team together. Get your holy trinity together, your attorney, your banker, your accountant. Get those people together and, you know, find out little ways. If you're starting to bring in a lot of income really fast, like you got to set yourself up because another part of running the business is making sure that you prepare yourself tax strategy. Ooh, taxes. Only thing certain in life is getting taxes. So Uncle Sam gonna come and get his because if you blow up, like you see a lot of people do, and then all of a sudden Uncle Sam is like, ha ha, with my cut plate, it's like an old pimp. You don't want that pimp showing up at your door. So, you know, prepare your foundation and don't skip steps. Because if you're passionate about it, you're gonna be able to elevate on it, right? Mm -hmm. If you're good at it, you're passionate about it, like you're gonna be able to elevate. You're gonna be able to focus in you designing clothes and you already got all these ideas in your head, yes, I'm going to design all these clothes. Get your paperwork stuff together first um, because you're going to be able to knock out some designer stuff ASAP. If you are in sales, you know, practicing your pitches and, and understanding your demographics of what you're trying to do, like, you'll be able to do that if you're passionate about it, but get your foundation together first um, because that's, that's vital. I've seen so many businesses crash because they didn't have that foundation together. So, how much would you say we should set aside for Uncle Sam? <laughs> well, because I'm, I'm not trying to run into the trouble of, of all these different people. So, how much would you say we should set aside? Well, I'm not an accountant, right? He's not an accountant, so but, legally, we're not buying into any advice that he gives. I would tell you, like, use little systems. It depends on what type of business you have. Like, if you use them, like, the little QuickBooks systems where, you know, you know, you can track your expenses, track your mileage, those types of things. They can help you kind of give you an idea of what your quarterly taxes as an LLC or a 1099 employee, what it would be for that quarter. Some people pay quarterly, some people just wait for the end of the year and pay yearly. Um, but it's, it's, it really just depends on one, how much you're making, two, what state you're in, Three, what, what type of business formation you have, whether you're LLC or S-Corp, it's all, it's all done up a little different. But I would say at minimum, um, you know, 15 to 20%. So work that into your pricing strategy too. So mm -hmm. like if I'm, if I know like, just to make it easy, if I know I- Work I'm it into your pricing strategy. Carry on, go, go, go ahead, go ahead. Cause I'm, my price just went up, carry on. If I know that I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm charging, let's say a hundred dollars or something. Mm -hmm. And I know that I gotta pay these amount of taxes, sales tax, city tax, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna work that into my pricing strategy. So mm -hmm. that way, whenever or any vendors that I gotta pay through, like Strike or PayPal, like all of that will work into that. And so the total that I see in front of you will be one twelve or something like that. But I know as soon as all that, because all that money not coming back to me. As soon as it comes, I'm putting it into my five buckets. You know, you got your check-ins, you got your savings, you got your marketing account, you got um, your tax account, like putting all these buckets together and, and and that's another thing like with bank accounts get you four or five different bank accounts for those specific reasons mm. you get your business checking you get your business savings um, you get your another little it can be another business savings account but that's for your taxes like you're just putting that in there every time you get something it just funnels in there right and then another one for you, like a little business checking for your marketing mm. um, 
because you know your marketing you can write all that off and so as long as you know you have a clear idea of what your budget for your marketing is you have it set aside and so that way you don't have to worry because marketing is pretty much the lifeblood of any business yeah it is. so if you have a business and you're not putting it towards marketing then your business is probably not going to elevate as fast as you want it to how much you put aside for marketing Ooh, at least 25 percent of what i make and it just depends 25% of what you make. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it just, um, and you know, a lot of times I'll hold on to some of that because, again, in the scaling process, you you want to make sure that your foundation is solid because if you get too much at one time, you won't be able to elevate as quickly or scale as quickly because you don't have all of this stuff organized, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, if I know I'm going to need a budget to hire someone in the next six months, I'm going to say, okay, well, I'm prepping for this budget so I can be able to hire on. Because here are my projections. Here's what I'm going to be looking like. With real estate, I can project it out pretty quickly. I know in the summer months, it's a little bit busier, a lot bit busier. This market has been crazy. In the winter, it slows down a little bit. But if I'm looking at, you know, my, my, my services that I have to pay for, my marketing, my assistant costs, all of these different things, I can project that out. And you want to get your business to a point to where you can, it, it's almost like planning out, like in college we would say plan out semester ahead. Like you go to your advisor and they'll be like, well, this semester you take this and then next semester you take that, right? You want to start to do that. First, try to plan out a quarter ahead. Mm -hmm. Try to get a quarter ahead of your expenses, all of your marketing, plan ahead. This is the rollout I'm going to do for next quarter, Q2, Q3. And then try to get two quarters, then three quarters, then try to get a year ahead. You can get like a year ahead of projections, you know, you, you'll be in a solid place um, of moving forward. Yeah. So, are you a year ahead right now? I'm about three quarters ahead. Okay. Yeah. So, before, before pandemic, I was. <laughs> before pandemic, I was. Pandemic slowed a lot of people down. So, I know it's a lot of people trying to get back on that wave. Don't quit. This is a prime opportunity. So like when you see everything in the market kind of hit a dip, um, it almost evens the playing field a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, it brought some people down off their high horse and then it almost kind of evened it out a little bit where people can kind of compete. Um, but I tell you, no matter what, there's, there's nothing that's really quote unquote new, right? So um, you wanna, it, it's the bread aisle, right? You go to the bread aisle, even though it's 50 million different types of bread, you know which one you like and you know which one you buy, right? And, and Nature's Own don't have to have everybody that come through the store buy their product in order for them to be popular. So you need to figure out what is it gonna take for your company and your product or whatever it is that you have for it to be profitable with demographic, target that demographic hard because it's always gonna be competition. Um, you know, finding the blue ocean is gonna be important. And crown up top. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy Castro. So um, he's actually friends with um, the last person I interviewed of Dungeon Ford, I am mm -hmm. Castro. Shout out to him, really quick, which mm -hmm. was about a week and a half to two weeks ago at the dungeon. Mm -hmm. Now I'm in the studio. Um, Color Theory Studios, make sure you follow that. Color Theory Studios in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So we, you know, just turn your head to the side so they can see. This is one of his um, crowns. Crown of top. Crown of top. And I tell Castro, I was like, this is one of my favorite actually because of the story behind it when he partnered up with the artist Chuck Styles and then Ben Super, you know, telling the story about how you're trying to 
elevate, fight, do all these things, and then you realize, hey, I've been super, I've, I've been capable, I've been able, and so I, I, that, that spoke to me a lot. So, is this is whose signature is this fight? Chuck Styles. Chuck Styles. Oh, shout out to Chuck Styles, who I have not interviewed as of yet. But shout out to Chuck Styles. Okay, the one missing party right now. Because <laughs> I've interviewed Castro, I've interviewed you yeah. at this point. Now Chuck Styles is being thrown into the mix. So maybe Chuck Styles, you're next for rapping mimosas. Okay, so the cool thing is if you're, turn, if you're tuning into this, is that Chris is going to freestyle. And this is the other cool thing about Christopher and I is that when we would go and hang out amongst the cast, like all of us would hang out, um, we would freestyle. Yeah, that'd be, it'd be terrible. Bunch of drunk whoa, people, whoa, bunch terrible. of drunk people trying to put words together. I was never terrible. Okay, you're disrespectful right now. That's one, okay. Now you, you, you can hold your own. Mama was, raised me, Trina made me. You know what I'm saying? You was never terrible either. Mm. Why men like to lie so much about unnecessary <laughs> things? So that, let's get into this limitless lifestyle. So we talked a bit about um, building multiple streams of income, mm-hmm. right? But limitless. So Chris is also like any, <laughs> it's going to sound horrible, any bad decision I make. And when I say bad, <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that on me. <laughs> Any decision I make that sounds horrible to the regular public, Chris is like, well, shit, do it, right? <laughs> Chris is an avid supporter of, like, as long as I'm not killing nobody, that's questionable, right? <laughs> as long as I'm not killing nobody, <laughs> but as long as I'm not hurting nobody, um, Chris is very much like, hey, if you want to do it, then do it. Like, what's stopping you? That's literally, like, I, I consider it a limitless mindset. Chris's mindset when it comes to life in general is very different from the standard public. Well, what's your mindset when it comes to living life? Let's see if you can summarize that, which I doubt, but maybe he can um, summarize what life is like for him. And then we'll just talk a little bit, just a little bit about um, some of the scenarios we've encountered. Carry on. I mean, it's, <laughs> I don't know about limits. Everybody got their limits, but it's, it's like, you know, I, I don't really subscribe to general ideation of society, right? So like, such and such said you can't do this, why? You know what I mean? Like, there's there's rarely a time in history where people who followed the rules made history. So, That's very true. I mean, I, I got bigger dreams, I got bigger aspirations, and so people that surround me, they gonna get the same energy that I have. It's, it's either it's gonna seep off into you or you're gonna reject it hard, you know what I mean? That's, that's on you, but. I'm, I can only I can only operate in the way that I believe. So, um, if you feel like you want to do something, do it. What's stopping you? But what if such and such? So, you know, it's like that Bernie Mac. Sorry for cussing, but I don't know if y'all remember Bernie Mac. If people don't like what you do, fuck them! Like, that's, that's just basically how I feel. Um, so, yeah. You ever seen, um, so, Eddie Murphy, um, when he had the red suit on, not the purple suit. No, Raw. the purple suit. Eddie oh, Murphy Raw. Oh, okay. yes. Eddie Murphy Raw. I had a crush on Eddie Murphy in that one, okay? So, Eddie Murphy Raw, he did this impersonation of mm-hmm. how people was upset when he impersonated Bill Cosby, which is in Delirious. Mm-hmm. Um, and he impersonated Richard Pryor. And he said, Richard Pryor was like, well, do the people, do the people laugh when you, when you say what you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that, Bill? I said, have a Coke and a smile. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because his whole mindset was very much so like, if the people laugh, if the people 
people are enjoying what you're doing. If you're profitable doing this and you don't have a problem doing it, then fuck everybody else, right? Um, and, you know, I would say excuse my vulgar language, but... <laughs> You've been here, yeah, I mean... It's not because I've been drinking, but... Rapping, mimosas, he's bothering my host. <laughs> right? It's just kind of just like, what? But I, I think it's it just, you know, everybody's kind of under this umbrella of doing a lot of things because they think that they're supposed to do it. That's right? very true. And so, um, I, I could never really subscribe to that growing up, even, you know, as a, as a grown-up, it really kind of developed further, you know what I mean? So, it, it's just one of those things to where it, don't come up to me telling me you have an idea and you want to do some shit because I'm like, I right, do it. Like, I'm, I'm going to give you all of the reasons why you can do it. Um, and so if you're really not ready, don't, don't come up to me. Yeah, he's the worst person because he's going to encourage it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, he'll encourage it. So how do people get to this point of living? Well, I, can say, I call it a limitless lifestyle because sometimes when I'm feeling in my box because I, sometimes I get caught up mm-hmm. on like the way that I was raised or the way people have taught me to be or this and that. And mind you, most people who encounter me think I'm such a free spirit. Mm-hmm. So if I'm telling you that I get caught up on this, you know, it's a thing. Yeah, everyone has a moment where they might get caught up. How did, how did you or how do you continuously you know, find yourself in this limitless capacity. I mean, it's a constant, because, I mean, you're going against the grain, so it's a constant moment-to-moment awareness of, like, who you are and what you believe, and how do you stand to your beliefs in any given moment, right? Because it's always going to be somebody to challenge it or, you know, make you feel a certain type of way, for no matter what, because, you know, when you go against the grain, that's what you get, friction. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's that constant moment-to-moment awareness of who you are, what you believe, why you believe it, and are you willing to die on this hill? Okay, well, then stand up for it, you know? So, um, you know, I don't I don't really feel shame about stuff. Like, if I if I did it, I did it. Um, you know, what was that Snickers commercial? No regrets, and it just is what it is. Everything is a life lesson. Um, you take it in stride. Sometimes I look back and I'll be like, dang, I shouldn't have did that, or I shouldn't have said that, or I shouldn't have went here. You have those moments? But it, 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 I, I start with that and I'll say, well, this is what I took from, or this is what I was able to elevate from, or this is what I learned from it. So it starts with like a, dang, I shouldn't have to, or, oh yeah, that was cool. Put it in my little toolbox and move forward. Okay, okay, carry on. I'm gonna accept that answer. <laughs> I'm gonna accept that answer. All right, and then that, we're gonna summarize everything you said thus far. So we're gonna play a quick word game, okay? Okay, so um, I'm going to say a statement or a phrase. Okay. You're going to tell me the first thing that pops up in your mind. Make something informative for the people, please. Okay, because okay. they got to, you know. Multiple streams of income. Time wealth. Time wealth. I kind of want to know what that means more. I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit litty. Okay, time wealth. Okay. Um, I, my belief in, you know, my belief is that making a lot of money but not having a lot of time means that you're rich. But when you make a lot of money and you still have a lot of time, that's wealth. Ooh. So time, time is the most important thing for me. Like that's why I've been focusing the last year and a half on becoming more time rich because 
you know, especially with family and all these responsibilities, family back in Texas. It's just like, I want to have a lot more of my time to myself because I don't, I don't, I don't like the puppet strings, so it is what it is. Okay, cool. All right, so we got time up. All right, uh, Texas. Home. Okay, so we got time up, we got home. Okay, um, photography. Uh, so many words come to mind. First one that's most predominant. Um, outlet. Time up, home, outlet, um, grandkids. What? I know, you ain't got nothing yet, but come on. What? Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh forever away. <laughs> <laughs> so we got time wealth, home, forever away, and what was the other one? Outlet. Alright, you gotta make up a story real quick. Time wealth, home, forever, um, forever away, and outlet. No, 10 seconds to prepare or 10 seconds to... No, 10 seconds to say what you got to say. It's already been 10 seconds. Oh, all right. So, if, um, one of the things I dream about most is having a lot of time wealth. So that way I can just get up and fly out whenever I want. Um, and be able to express myself in the outlet, uh, with like photography or some type of creative fashion. What's the other words? Uh, uh, I, I, what's the other words? Oh, for every way. Uh, so if I'm out and about, um, concerns are forever away, and I don't know the other word. What's the word? That was it. Oh, okay. I know I missed one, but okay. Man, I'm gonna let you know. I am my The slander. Anyway. Yeah, blame Omega sci-fi. Okay. All right. So. Our home. Home. Scott. Shout out to Scott. Um, Shout out to Scott. Home. What's Scott got to do with home? Okay, you reminded me. Is he on there? Cause he not. On, he from Texas. No, he reminded me that home was for first. See, the mimosas kicking your butt. Right where now. was <laughs> Where was Scott on the podcast? I'm trying to figure out. Did Scott come on? People Scott was coming. Like Scott is not on here right now. Where is Scott? Oh, <laughs> Scott, don't be. Um, <laughs> I had to scroll up on my phone. Phone behind a little bit. He said Arkansas. Talking yeah. about Rue, whatever, Sky. Little Rock Brothers. He lived in Texas for a while. Well, yeah. he's not from Texas. He's from Arkansas. But carry on. Um, yeah, so, you know, forever away until I make it home. Whatever. That's the story right there. I guess. Talking about yes, I am. <laughs> Sky, do I just need to bring you on next time? This is the second time you've been hella active in my interviews. I feel like I just need to bring you Sky do, on. You do, man. Sky got interesting stories. Right, I'm telling you, Scott. Read his country ass on. Scott, and Scott is one of the most well-read people I know. He really is. He got books for days. He got more books than me. Scott, you want to come on next podcast? Put mm -hmm. yes in the chat because I'm watching now. So, cheap plug. Make sure you follow all the socials at DMB underscore visuals. Follow the studio. If you ever come to Atlanta at Color Theory Studios. Again, the Black, uh, the Black Dad cast. Coming back for Father's Day this weekend. The Black Dad cast. Um, you know, hit us up. If you're in ATL, you need some real estate services, I'll let your boy Bolden underscore realtor. I'm here for you. Uh a lot going on. It's a couple other things, but we ain't released to the public yet, so that's 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 where I'm at right now. 
Scott said no. You know, Scott be acting fake shy. Um, okay, make sure y'all follow him. All right, it's time to wrap. Are you ready? Did you prepare freestyle? No. So we're gonna wrap to some Texas music because uh, Christopher J. Bolden is originally from Texas. Um, so by default, it's not gonna be no Trick and Trina. It's about to be some screw, no. chopping screw. No. It's, 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 it's June, so you, if you're from the age, you know, you know, it's, it's not June 27th. It's not June 27th, but I ain't gonna be on the show for June 27th. So we gonna, um, we gonna. Uh, Is it attached to your speakers? Oh, oh, That's yeah. kind of important. So while Christopher gets gets his life together, because we're on set, don't forget, guys. Once again, the studio I normally work out of um, is under construction, so I'm on. Literally, I'm on site for all of these locations. I'm in Atlanta. Christopher lives in Atlanta. Um, it has to, what about your speakers? Oh, it's loud enough. You don't want it to be too loud. Then they can't hear you freestyle. Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? No, you're going to go first. Yeah. Because you're the rapper. I'm not the rapper. Mm. Mm -hmm. Got to drop the beat. You know what I'm saying? Scott, can you drop, can you hear the beat? That's the question. Can you hear the beat? Can you hear my feet? Can you hear me stomping? Can you hear me chomping? I'm about to eat. I'm about to get this money. See me on top. Lashonda, that's the honey. That's the funny. Yeah, she funny. She got the big fro. She got the yellow on me. You already know. She was in the 80s weekend. She was stunting. She was flexing and she was crumping <laughs> all up in the club. <laughs> Acting damn fools. Best believe, yep, I keep the damn food for them haters. I'm from that Green Point, Texas. We drive up and down 45 records. Uh, you got to feel me. You got to see me. You got to hear me. You don't believe me? Watch me. I'm about to top it. Uh, it ain't no stopping. Uh, I'm about to rock it. Uh, I'm about to clock it, huh? New speed, new world record. Watch this. I'm about to jump up on this shit. And, uh, ow. I done fell off. But I get back on. No, I'm lying. I'm not gonna freestyle. What? Mm. So you gonna pass me? Yeah. Come on, that was raggedy pass. I took him off for Christopher's ass. Yeah. Okay. All right. I guess I'll jump on. I told you I'm not Lord. Now I got the throw out, I got the glow out. Mm. I'm in Atlanta, I'm about to show out. Mm. Now it's your girl, mm. you know she 5'10". She said an Amazon got is and she wins. Mm -hmm. Now I'm sitting here looking super cute. I'm in color studios, keep them mute. Mm. And they can't say shit when I walk through because I'm a boss chick, that's what a boss do. He got me on this Texas shit. I don't rap to this. I'm a Miami girl in a Miami world. And I wear my pearls. Pretty girl, yeah, you know we only need five pearls. Ooh. And I throw my shade. Uh, and Ooh. I drink my lemonade. <laughs> and I'm lit because I've been at brunch. Uh, you know I eat niggas for lunch. That's all I got. <laughs> Uh, Chris of thought. <laughs> Full nigga. Oh, you thought I pulled the trigger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, thank you. 
I'm corny as they come, mm -hmm. rapping, give me a honey bun. <laughs> that was my favorite childhood treat. I loved it. Mm. Well, them Z5 beta, they gonna eat. You better watch them. Don't leave your plate around them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, what they say about them ladies? Uh-uh, don't say nothing. Listen, mm -hmm. uh, uh. What you have to say? kind of thought. Best believe I'm on this thing. Feeling kind of rough. Uh, feeling kind of strong. Uh, feeling like a flip. Uh, feeling like I'm about to pass this test. And the next one, 9, 10, 11. Best believe I'm a stair step to heaven. <laughs> Probably not, though. I'm kind of devilish. Best believe. <laughs> <laughs> kind of evil. I fight men. Now, nah, man, I'm bullshit. He is bullshit. Mm -hmm. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm just bullshit. But you know what I'm saying, shout out to June 27th. That's an H-Town holiday. It's because um, he's sober. He's acting like he's not. But he is. Even though his rhymes are kind of rot. Tim. He's on that bullshit. Mm. I allow him to be on this podcast because he's full of it. That shit. That's <laughs> what he's full of. You know, light-skinned, short niggas, that's what they full of. Right now, I'm on this agua. <laughs> Ale Chihuahua. Oh. But now, man, um, if y'all have any questions about uh, about anything about you know building a business or a foundation or resources, people that y'all need to be linked to, feel free to hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Shoot me a DM. If I can point you in the right direction, I definitely will. Because uh, it's a lot of money to be made out here, and it's a lot of opportunity at this point. So, you know what I'm saying? Down to help wherever I can. What time for Juneteenth? Only One time for Juneteenth. I will not be live this week. I'm in the process of moving. Um, so the next time you see, you see me live in Miami, more than likely if I'm in my household, I'll be in my own, my own household. I've been moving the past couple of weeks. So, so I've been very much so on location rather than in my household. Um, so I appreciate you guys bearing with me and joining in and hopefully finding the topics, you know, very much so relatable. I hope you guys find the guests that I'm holding to be, you know, people of great capacity. I find the guests that I've invited on my show to be individuals, whether they're male or female, um, to be very much so just great individuals, business-wise in particular or mental health-wise. So he's someone I, I find to be great in all aspects of life, but especially when it comes to business. You have cash for who I interviewed last week. Um, before that, I've had individuals on about sexual health, about you know past trauma. So please feel free to check out previous episodes, honestly. If this is your first time checking me out, I've had sex therapists on, I've had all types of people, and yes, I have them rap too. Okay, so that's the fun part because whenever I get litty, I like to rap. I feel like it's a great way to break the tension. And um, I don't have my song to break up, but rapping, mimosas, these bars, and the whole stuff. Where is your song? It's on my iPad. Which oh, okay. Like in Go ahead, spit it, spit it live. Go ahead. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Damn. Go ahead. I'm Liddy, rapping, mimosas, these bars, and my hostess. Yeah. Coming at you live, got the glass in the poster. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the rest right now. Because <laughs> I'm toaster. Step out the car, got a tip to my show, but you guessed on my list. Champagne's by my hips. It's time to get lit. You know what it is. It's, it's time, time for rap, 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 and mimosas. Y'all gotta excuse me. I was at brunch. For like six hours. <laughs> 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 Ain't no more brunch left. Ain't no more brunch. Hey, listen. Let me
get out this live before Chris tell all my business. Y'all have a blessed Sunday, okay? Um, blessed be the fruit, all right, if you watch um, that show on Hulu that I love to watch. Thank you, Mo. I appreciate you. Have a great day, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs>